Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, the Crimson Twins from G.I. Joe. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the tear, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Now, police work is one of the hardest jobs in the world, and I really admire anybody who does it and does it well. But if I would have known just how hard it can be, I probably would have appreciated them a little bit more. And also, you really shouldn't give up on your dreams. That's what I learned this week when I talked to Hank Stinkowski. Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. Just as a reminder, uh, Nate and I are going to have some fun stuff coming up for you in the future. Uh, some original content, things you can find online like swag and uh, behind the scenes bits and stuff like that. But today, joining me on My Neighbors Are Dead is my good pal, Andy St. Clair. Hi, Andy. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks good. for doing this, my man. Thanks for having me. Uh, how are you? I'm good. You know, I'm uh, a tad sleep deprived but i'm i'm ready to rock yeah yeah do you want to why are you sleep deprived? i'm sleep deprived because I, I have a seven week old baby a lot of new babies uh, yeah yeah it's babies. the it's the end thing to do here in la it seems like yep a lot of i mean andy and i are, are old friends mm-hmm. but a lot of our friends are having babies yeah yeah well you know or have had babies have had, and they're all girls yeah they, I, oh that's right yeah and i've i've added right to that girl list yeah. So the way, yeah, Brett, and then we have Fred who's yeah. having one, and then Mary Beth had one. So we're just kind of building a girl army in LA. There's going to, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a good girl army. Yeah. I got to get on that, man. I got to find somebody to have a girl with. Yeah. Well, just, it's really, you don't even, you can just find her one night. You can do it so easily. <laughs> you don't even have to really, I, I married a lovely lady. She, your wife is lovely. Thank you. And yeah. then I, now I just want to make sure you said that on the podcast. Yeah. She, yeah. If she listens, now she knows. Sure. And Big she, fan. Yep. Big good. Fan. Good. Yeah. We got it all on record, uh, but you don't. You don't even have to marry him. You can just do it. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It seems like it's cool. You know, when I was younger, my mom would send me out. She'd always tell me, "Don't get anybody pregnant or keep your dick in your pants." Like that was when I was like early twenties, and then when oh. I got into like late twenties, early thirties, yeah. She one time told me she was like, "You know, if you had a kid, I out of wedlock, I wouldn't be mad." She was itching to be a grandma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then my brother came through. Your brother came through? Yeah. I never, yeah, I still haven't gotten the uh, have a kid. I think my mom knows it's a lost cause. Yeah, well, mine did too. And then when we told her I was having a baby, she, I think it was like, it was found money for her. Oh, really? Just found money. That's exciting. She was like, this is great. I can't believe he did it. (laughs) I mean, so these, I've done these things later in life and I think now she appreciates them. That's why I did. I wanted to prove something to her. I wanted, <laughs> you wanted yeah. to prove her wrong? Yeah, I wanted to prove her wrong. So I know what I'll do. I'll marry a, a lovely lady mm-hmm. and have a baby with her. Yeah, An adorable she, baby. Right. She thought I was going to be just a single jackass for most of my life. Well, <laughs> eat that, Mary. She thought you were going to be me. Yeah, no, well, I was. I am you, right? <laughs> Pretty I was much, you. yeah. <clears throat> we're not yeah. too far apart. No. Um, well, cool, man. Uh, congratulations. I'm glad, even though you're sleep deprived, you're doing this. Thank you. Um so today, uh, we're, we're, well, let's talk about, do you like horror movies? Since I mean, we're going to do maybe not a traditional horror movie today, but mm-hmm. do you like horror movies at all? You know, I'm not the world's biggest horror movie fan. Mm-hmm. I, I find them to be, I don't, I don't love being scared, even though I know almost in the movie world now, like horror movies are a, a, almost a guaranteed moneymaker, right? I mean, those are I, yeah. still the movies that are successful mm-hmm. nowadays. 
but I, you know, I don't love them. I mean, I've, I haven't seen, I have not watched like The Quiet Place, not that that is a super horror movie, but <laughs> no, I'm like, no. that seems scary to me. Yeah, it, yeah. Also, I think the idea of, I wish I would have saw it in the theater for that movie in particular. Yeah. Because I think that's a be- bigger experience than watching it at home when you could just stop it and be like, okay. I'm done. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I think it's like a lot of comedians uh, are making that transition, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. what Krasinski and yeah, Pete, like yeah. Jordan's been and, and Jordan loves those movies. He, he yeah. was, I guess he, I, which I never knew that about him. I, apparently, a, a big dork about him. Yeah, self-proclaimed. I, I self-proclaimed. I, he loves them. I, yeah. I haven't seen his new one. Us. It's great. Yeah, I, I think we're. I'm going to go next week. I think you yeah. know, give it a few, give it a couple weeks to get people out of the theater. <laughs> yeah, you don't want them there. The best person though, if you ever get a chance, and if is you need to get you know Rush Howell mm-hmm. Rush Howell is the best person to see a movie with or especially a scary movie but he'll never go into him but you should go and see a movie with him if you get the chance he won't go to a horror movie but he'll he go. won't okay. but he but you could maybe convince he's the the jumpiest person oh really like I mean he'll he'll jump any like it's a slow creak of the door and he's like eh. it's like he jumps yeah it's just so fun going with like that whole experience like, yeah you know when you go to see well not everybody but i went to go see lord of the rings at midnight when it came out you know, yeah I, I like that experience yeah I, you know I, I try to go see those marvel movies with everybody you know those the are first fun. weekend like Which, you know I, you and i i don't know if we've done that have we no but we should you know i i sam and i tried to go quite often but i haven't i didn't go see what was the last one the captain, captain marvel. marvel i didn't see yeah. that one yeah I, it's kind of kind of like a bummer. Like it was fine. I mean, this is strictly just you know between us and just yeah. for us. But we should yeah. try to put a group together to go see uh, Avengers. I'm in. Yeah, we should get a, that yeah, first weekend a big group to go. That'd be really fun. Um, so today we're gonna do like I said, or if, if I didn't say, the Dark Knight. Uh, we're gonna talk about that. Uh, it set in Chicago. Set well, in Chicago. Set in Gotham. Right, but it's still filmed in Chicago. Beautiful. You and I spent some time in Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were talking before. What are your top five Chicago movies? Top five Chicago that. That just makes Chicago look awesome. Yeah, just in, like, in yeah. general. I was saying I like uh, Dark Knight is in the top five, I mm-hmm. believe. I, mean, I think Blues Brothers is the best one. Sure, the best one of all time. Uh, I also like Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Um, I like uh, you knew The Untouchables. Uh, yeah, that was going to say that's that's a that's great a one for me. Yeah. Um, isn't the Fugitive set in Chicago? I don't. Am know I if making it is that up? The fu- the Harrison Ford fugitive. Yeah, the Harrison Ford fugitive. I'm not sure. I think maybe or it's like Gary, Indiana. I don't. This is close <laughs> enough, right? Yeah, well, you can um, see Chicago from Gary. You can Indiana. see it. Uh, I'm going to say that one gets in there for me. Um, I'm looking it up right now. I mean, uh, let's, you, oh, yeah, a sh- uh, Dr. Richard Kimball, a predominant Chicago vascular surgeon. There you go. Uh, you know, another one I liked a lot as a kid, for real though, is Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. As a Chicago movie. I, I mean, always I, forget that <clears throat> one set in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, it really is not one of the best five movies in Chicago, <laughs> no, but, but I just liked that movie a lot. And Thor's in it, too. Thor's in it. Is it really? Well, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio I plays did, Thor. I, I, didn't know he, I yeah. didn't know he was in it. Oh, yeah. gosh. I didn't even think about that. I mean, I haven't seen it forever. I used to love Elizabeth Shue. So did I. Oh. Cocktail Elizabeth Shue? Oh, yeah. Man. Gorgeous. That, I thought, yeah. I mean, do you, who was your first crush? Do you know who your first celebrity crush was? I Mine mean, was Vanna White. Wow, I mean, that's a good one. That is a good one. I mean, you see her on TV. A She's lot. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna go with maybe Shu. Yeah, or maybe Elizabeth Shu. She's great. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to live the cocktail life after. I was like, this I mean, seems dude, great. Didn't. He that dude knocked up Tom Cruise. He, yeah, he knocked her right up. He sure did. And he was for some reason her family didn't like her wanting to be with a bartender because they thought she, he was below her. Yeah, because she was rich. Yeah. 
Right. Which doesn't make you a better person. It just makes you rich. Yeah, he's just rich. I wanted to be named Flanagan for the longest time oh. because of that movie. Yeah. It, I mean, and then to get up on the bar and do some poems. Yeah. Those flair bartenders. <laughs> yeah, the There's that one scene where I think it's like, I think the bar's called like jail or something. And they're, but yeah, they're yeah. wearing, and it's a huge bar. And then they get up and they do a like a long rhyme. Yeah. It, it's great. I... Actually, uh, Andy and I have a friend named Tom Flanagan. Yeah. And I was mad at him because that was his last name. Yeah. Well, also, he should have a bar right now called Flanagan's. <laughs> he should have a bar called Flanagan's. And then someone should open a bar next to him called Cocktail and Dreams. Yeah. Because that, that would be the real, that would what you do. Because that was the- that You was, could just expand, yeah. Yeah, that was the bar at the end, right? Cocktail and Dreams? Yeah. Where she goes, I, but I can't spook you. Yep. And it's, yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's twins. Twins. Yep. It's God, twins. This movie's so good. We remember a lot of that movie. <laughs> I'm shocked how much I know of it. We remember a lot I, of that movie. And also, like, I love that he had moved down to the Caribbean yeah. and was just bartending on the beach. Just having a great life. I thought, I mean, that seems great. I did want to, I mean, I really wanted to do that for a long time. Just I, bartend on the beach? Yeah. I just wanted to be that character. Yeah. Seemed like he was having a great time. Uh, yeah. Good looking guy. It looked sure. like he was having sex with a lot of people. It, I mean, he wasn't doing bad. No. That beautiful woman who I think was with her husband yeah. on the beach wound yeah. up hooking up with him. Didn't. And then who, and then he, did he sleep with his buddy's wife? Or no, I, I thought that? that was the other guy. I was the, I was the other, I was the other the guy. The guy yeah. who killed himself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I forget his name. That was like uh, the ghost of his future, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately. He's going to end up dead on a sailboat? <laughs> yeah, he knew that was going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. But that was, that was a wonderful movie. And, I mean, again, I know it's off topic for the, what we're talking, but the Beach Boys were on that soundtrack. Kokomo? I was going to bring up soundtrack, but I didn't know if I could. Of course. I owned that soundtrack. And we just ran through it. Kokomo's a great song. <laughs> Kokomo's a great song. Hippie Shakes is on that thing. Do is it really? Oh, Hippie Shakes. Goodness yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was, a, I mean, you could, I bet if we played like 10 songs from there, I bet I could get five of them or six. I'm curious if you could name, could you just name what songs are on that soundtrack? Mm, I don't know if I could. I think I'd have to hear it. You'd have to hear I it? I think I'd have to hear. Because all I have is Kokomo. Oh, God, Kokomo's the best. And is uh, that, that's Ruba, a Brian Wilson Jamaica. track, right? Ooh, I, sure. It's got to be, right? He's, I mean. I mean, it was a great song. It's a great song. Is, is McFerrin, uh, is uh, Don't Worry Be Happy on that one? Or am I just throwing I, that in for no reason? Well, here we go. Tutti Frutti. Oh, yeah, the sure. The Hypnotizing Boogie. Sure. Chantilly Lace, Addicted mm-hmm. to Love, Hippie Hippie yeah. Shake, Powerful yeah. Stuff, Wild yeah. Again. She got powerful stuff. Or Kokomo, maybe. Kokomo. Written by Mike Love. There you go. Yep. Not Brian Wilson. Like Kevin Love's uh, like uncle. Is that real? I believe that's true. I'm not, you know, I could be, we could, we should have some people helping us out. I could be lying. <laughs> no. But I, mean, it makes uh, sense. I think it is. I think Mike Love is is related to Kevin Love, the basketball player. Kevin Love, uh, NBA champion, Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Shue in Hollow Man. I don't know if you saw Hollow Man. I don't think I saw Hollow Man. I, I mean, I, I think I, I, I rode with Shue and then I, I kind of got off. <laughs> I rode to like, there's one. What there's a movie with it's like it's set in a hotel. I it was so bad with Shu, I will say this, that I dated a girl in college. It's like, oh, well this shit well, the movie I'm thinking about is like tequila something. Okay. I can't remember who the guy's like Nick Cage, maybe. Well, I don't know. But uh anyway, there was a girl in college I dated who I really liked, kinda looked like Elizabeth Shu. Oh, really? Yeah. So you did it. Like you Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was in on Shu. <laughs> I was a shoe head. I was a big time shoe head. <laughs> you, were, you secreted that shit into existence. Yeah, no, I, I found. A, I even I was like, does she kind of look like Elizabeth Shue? So I think eventually I, I also talked myself into really liking her more. <laughs> because so, you're, you're the girl or Elizabeth Shue? Maybe both. Yeah, but I, you know, I, her name was Ellen. She was very lovely and a nice person. But I, yeah. but she did kind of look like, and even she would admit she looked like Elizabeth Shue. 
when she was like 20. How much of that do you think influenced the relationship? Do you think you would have stayed with her just as long if she didn't look like Elizabeth Shue? I mean, if, I, I don't mean, want to be I'm, too I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's, <laughs> it's, I was a, I was a, I was a shoe head. Like I say, you know. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. Right? Yeah. She's great. Still is. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I mean, it, you know, I, I've asked this with a couple of people who have kids. Are you going to scare your kid when she gets older? Or no? I think so. You know, I, yeah. I was thinking, uh, after we talked the other day that I remember my dad used to, he liked, or he, maybe he enjoyed scaring us, mm-hmm. but we would watch like, uh, old, those 80s Stephen King movies, like Carrie or Cujo mm-hmm. or is that, what's the one with the car? Carrie or uh, Christine. Christine. Yeah. yeah, we'd watch Christine. We would turn off the lights, make popcorn. Yeah. My dad would be kind of a jerk about it. But I was like, Burr! you know, he'd, he'd make those noises and just say, <laughs> grab you, you know, at inopportune right. time. You're like, God, stop it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think so. I, you know, I think we'll turn him on and see. I mean, I think it builds character. Yeah, it makes her feel. And as long as she's not like a kind of a puss like her dad, <laughs> and I think that'll <laughs> that'll help her out. Well, no, man, her mom's, you know. Strong. Yeah, her mom's strong. Yeah, she gets it. Her yeah. mom's just probably fine with it. Yeah. But yeah. I but I will cover up like, oh, yeah. even in Get Out, when I went to see Get Out in the theater, I was like, oh, I don't want to see this. I, I mean, I was like, from, it's going to be- From Jump Street, you didn't want to be I there. was like, it's going to be scary. Yeah. I don't want to go to this. Yeah. And then we watched it, and I'm like, oh, it's not really that scary. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's still, yeah, not that bad. As in, like, it's not, it's not scary, as in, like, it's going to jump out and scare you. <laughs> I mean, it's scary in many different ways. Sure, right? yeah, but there's no, like, right. uh, boogeyman. Or, yeah, well, there I guess there is, but... Right, but they weren't yeah. doing anything like, you know, a guy wasn't jumping out with, like, a chainsaw right. in the forest. That kind of scary. Yeah. It was scary in numerous different ways, but it, but nothing that... I was more fearful of, you know, hatchets being thrown at people yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, real quick, before we before mm-hmm. we break, uh, Powerful Stuff by the Fabulous Thunderbirds is on the Kokomo soundtrack, too. Oh, yeah. so. I I, th- I love that song. I think I think uh, Kokomo, Powerful Stuff. Those are those are some of the good ones. Yeah. Because also, if you listen to it, they use the songs in the movie a lot. They, yeah, they did. And I don't know if they do that as much anymore. Yeah, you know, I don't like think soundtracks. They do. I like, think the last one I remember was uh, Seals' "Kiss from a Rose" in Batman Forever. <sighs> that was a great one. Uh, yeah, it's good. I'll give you some quick soundtracks. I like just okay. just right off the top of my head. <laughs> top five soundtracks: uh, yeah. Pulp Fiction. Okay. One. I mean, that one overtook my life. Yeah. I remember. Here's one that got played in my car a lot from my mom. Was the Good Morning Vietnam soundtrack? Really? Oh my god! You put that on. I think I could st- almost repeat what Robin Williams is saying. Is like, don't hang me, don't hang me. Won't you get a rope and hang me? Like that kind of bullshit. <laughs> like it's stuck in my head. Uh, that, yeah, that one's stuck. I'm giving cocktail some love, so I'll sure. just throw it in there for now. Um, another good sound. You know, oh, you know, another album was put. This is not a soundtrack. It's completely off topic. <laughs> but my mom listened to it a lot because it made me think of it. Because uh-huh. we were talking about the Beach Boys. Right. Was that Hell Freezes Over? Gray, uh, Eagles, yep. Uh, CD. You remember Hell Freezes Over? Yeah, they got back together. Yeah, my mom right. w- wore that thing out. Really? Like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, uh, Eagles are not my favorite. No, not really. I mean, they're great, but I'm not just not a fan. No, yeah. Yeah, they're fine. But yeah. I like, I, I, I'm like, I OD'd in that little time. I OD'd on the Eagles. <laughs> uh, other good soundtracks. I mean, there's so many. You know. That first Batman, the 89 Joker Batman soundtrack's the, a good one. Yeah, Prince. The B- Bat Dance. Bat Dance. That's, I mean, yep. come on. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Stop the Presses, man. Oh, who's that? Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. Oh, Vicky Vale. Oh, Real boy. beauty. Gorgeous. Beautiful woman. We've uh, talked a lot about a beautiful lady here today. God, we just, I mean, that's the th- that's our thing. When we get together, <laughs> we want to make sure we, we reminisce about older crushes, ladies, 
We want to sound as chauvinistic as possible. For sure. And we're just putting this down so everybody can hear it. Right. So we don't have to hide it anymore. No. I mean, it's not like I just fantasized about, you know, famous ladies. I liked Leanne Yankee from my elementary school. Yeah. No, no. There was, I mean, yeah. The Yank Dog. That's that's what they called her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We all called her the Yank Yank Dog. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. I remember she sounds beautiful. Her name was a beautiful lady. Leanne Yankee. Leanne Yankee. Was it Y-A-N-K-E-Y? That is correct. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, It's not Very smart. Sure. She was funny. Oh, she sounds great. She's great. Well, have you can talk to her in a while? They have no idea where she is okay. or what she's doing. Well, if she's listening to this podcast, just, uh, you know, write in at, at my, uh, you know, myneighborsaredead.com. You yeah. find if that exists, right? I think it must. Somebody at Gmail. There's Somebody's yeah. got this down. Yeah, Hotmail. So, yeah, DeFord has this somewhere. Yeah, there's a way to get a hold of us. Yeah, yeah, just just write this. in and tell us what you're doing. You know what? We don't need a, like a love connection. Just No, no, no. I just want to see what you're doing. Yeah, just give us a Yankee update. I'll give you DeFord's email and you can email him. <laughs> you can email him and then he'll read it to us at yeah, some yeah. point. All all right, Andy, well, thank you for coming by. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk to Hank Stankowski. Hey, neighbors, producer Nate Dufort here. This week's episode is brought to you by horror streaming service Shudder. Now, you may know that Shudder has a huge and regularly updated collection of genre films, but did you know that they also produce original podcast series? Lately, I've been listening to two of my favorites, Video Palace and She Kills. Now, you may have heard Adam and I talk about when we worked at video stores when we were younger, but I can tell you the story of Video Palace was nothing like our experience. I won't ruin it here, but this series is chock full of surprises. And then She Kills, hosted by horror icon Adrian Barbeau, explores horror through a female lens with conversations from women in front of and behind the camera. You can find both of these shows on Shudder or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, for a free 30-day trial of everything Shudder has to offer, go to Shudder.com and use promo code NEIGHBORS at checkout. Again, get one trial month of Shudder free by going to Shudder.com and using promo code NEIGHBORS. And now, back to the show. Well, I can't thank you so much for coming by and doing this. Ah, Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Did you uh, did you find the place okay? I did. You know, I drove around a little bit, but I, I, I found it, yeah. Uh, great. Well, uh, I'm talking to Hank. Stankowski. Stankowski. Uh, Gotham Police Department, yes? Yeah, yeah, the GCPD. Great. Um, well, again, I know you have, you know, some stories to tell, so yeah. I appreciate you coming by and doing this. Yeah, well, thanks. You know, this is, uh, this uh, talk, uh, audio talk is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, I'm a big fan of audio talk as yeah. well. Um, I, I just want to give everybody a quick, um, just kind of a recap as to what's going on and maybe mm-hmm. some of your experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, Harvey Dent. Uh, district attorney in Gotham City, right? Trying to make things better. He was. And uh, all of a sudden, you get this crazy lunatic, the Joker, coming yeah. around, and he and Batman are going at it in the city. Oh, my God. Which really affected the GCPD. We, You know, I had a lot of friends died during <laughs> yeah. that time. That's awful. Uh, oh, so many. Yeah. You know, there was, I, I would say, at least double digits. Double digits? Oh, yeah. That, wow. was, a, that was a crazy, like, a time span. In our life. Uh, well, talk to me about, well, before that, what attracted you to, to police service? And are you from Gotham? And what, what made you want to serve your community? Well, uh, you know, I am originally from Jefferson City, Missouri, which, uh, you know, it is, that is the, uh, that's where the capital of Missouri is, Jeff City. Okay. Said so I, I was uh, born and raised there. And I, uh, I moved to Gotham to uh, be an actor. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Originally. And uh, I, I got at it for... About four years, I never booked anything. Oh, really? Nothing at all? Nope. Not even a commercial nope. or an industrial or anything? No, I don't even know. What is an industrial? It's kind of like a like a private commercial. A private? 
Commercial. Well, not like a weird private commercial, but yeah, just like a private commercial. So like for industries, you know, like for businesses and stuff, huh. you know. Yeah. I know. I didn't have an agent. Now, I should tell you, this was back in the early 80s. Okay. Know? So I did that. I uh, never booked anything. I, I wish I knew about these industrial uh, commercials because they sound like it, it, they would have made me some money. They're, yeah, the money can be pretty good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did not. And in the early 80s, anyway, not a lot of people uh, were joining the force at the, the GCPD. So uh, I gave up the dream after about four years, mm -hmm. and I joined uh, the Boys in Blue. So you went straight to police work. Yeah, I thought, you know, I'm going to make a difference. If I can't do it on the screen, I'm going to do it on the streets. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I've uh, I been there a long time. And, uh, you know, my mom and my, my dad was a cop in Jeff City. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he, he died. Um, so in the line of duty? No. Oh. No, stroke. He had a stroke. Yeah. He, he just, it just one, one day got him. Yeah. 54. 54? He was- That's he, young. Oh, okay. I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I thought he was older. I thought it was kind of old. Oh, well, no. I mean, maybe in the 80s it was. I think now yeah. it's considered a little little okay. young. You well, know? not that time. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm yeah. sorry for your loss. No. You know, he was a, you know, he was an okay cop. And then when he yeah. died, I was like, let's go from the screen to the streets. So he died when you were pursuing acting and yeah. you thought, I'm going to just do this thing. I'm going to double down and, and go be be a cop. Yeah. And that's what I did. You know, he, it was one of his last wishes. Was for you to be a cop? Was for to stop acting. <laughs> That was what he told me. Oh, stop that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't do it anymore. Oh. Like, do something else. That, it could have been anything. Yeah, no, it, it could have been. And so uh, he, and I just chose, I'll just do what he did. Oh, that's, I mean, that's yeah. nice. Were you, I mean, were you close with your dad? Or, we, you no? know, not really. We no. were close for a while, you know, and then, uh, you know, I, I moved to Gotham and, you know, it's a wonderful city. Oh, it's, I mean, it, the architecture is gorgeous. Oh, it is beautiful. You know, when I moved there, I didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. And then I, I took an acting class. Yeah. And I, I met some lovely people in that acting class. And uh, they were my friends for a little while. I really admire you for pursuing your dream, just yeah, going for it. Yeah, four years, you know. Four years. I just said, let's give it quattro. You <laughs> you did it like high school. Yeah, that's kind of, mm -hmm. that was my theory, you know, yeah. like freshman year in Gotham, let's see what happens. You know, I worked at like a Dunkin' Donuts for a couple months. Okay. And that was fun. I ate a lot of donuts. They're delicious. They are delicious. And then uh, then my sophomore year, I met a girl. Was okay, nice. And then we broke up oh. pretty quickly. And then my junior year, and then my senior year, I graduated from screen. And I, I never, I thought I was going to do Shakespeare in the Park there, but it did not. Just never came to pass? No, never God, did it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, so I became a, a cop, one of the boys in blue. Um, what happened to your friends that you were in acting class with? Are you still close? Did they continue to pursue the, their careers? Or, or Oh, well, yeah. You know, uh, a couple of them uh, you may know. Oh, you know, really? Yeah, yeah, you know, there's one or two. Uh, Tom Wopat. Do you know Tom? I, I know, the, yeah, I know yeah. Tom Wopat. I was, I, uh, and Tom and I were in a, a class, and he was like, hey, I, I booked a show. Wow. Yeah, and he, it was called The Dukes of Hazard. Get out of here. Tom Wopat. From Gotham City. Yeah, drunk. He's a drunk? Yeah. That's... He was at that time. Oh, well, maybe he's cleaned up. Yeah. No, we're, we're hoping so. But uh, he, Tom was, he was uh, funny. Uh, and he's a good actor. I mean, the Dukes of Hazard was a great show. I'm shocked he's not getting more work. I, you would think, yeah, with something like that. The other, the other kid in my class was Alfred Molina. You went, you were with Alfred Molina. It was me, Wopat, and Molina. Were you guys like a little crew? Yeah, 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. We were the three uh, in the, Go- the Gotham acting class. What was Molina like? Because he's, I mean, he's pretty famous. He's a dick. Is he really? Just a straight up dick. Is he a drunk too? No. No. Doesn't drink. Well, that's should, even worse. Should take the edge off, but he's, I just, I am not a Molina man. That's the worst when you're just an asshole with no substance oh, behind it. I hate him. I got, yeah? you know that, well, he was on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he he fought. He was a uh, Doc Ock. Yeah, I thought he was great in that, but now that I know this, I don't yeah, think I'll... don't. You don't. You don't want to get a part of Molina. I won't look at the same way again. No, no. And it, it, Boogie Nights. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to be good in that. What? He was garbage. Yeah. I mean, again, I could take it to leave it. Yeah. You know, go away, Molina. <laughs> I think I away. think we've had enough of Alfred Molina. And then there was just a few other people, but those were the only two people maybe you've really heard of. Was okay. Pat and Molina. Was that tough for you watching them kind of, you know, get success? Yeah. And, yeah, it wasn't. I had a hard time. I had <laughs> yeah. a real hard time. I was very jealous. I mean, I, I, you know, like a lot of people will say they're happy for their friends. Yeah. I was not. I admire you coming out and saying I'm- I was just like, F those guys. F them, yeah. F those. Whoa, Pat. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. Him and John Schneider became buddies? That's- you Remember John Schneider? They were the Duke boys. Yeah, the Dukes, yeah. Yeah. They were buddies. And then Schneider and Whoa, Pat, would you be, they, would, they would just pop into acting class. Oh, Sometimes. when we you was, were there? Yeah, I was still taking class. Oh, and, and then they would just pop in. Just come back like to flaunt you know, flaunt off in front of everybody? Yeah, like have a good time with your, you know, with your Bertolt Brecht scene or whatever, you know, whatever we were doing that That's day. That's awful. The cherry tree. Have a little bit <laughs> have a little bit of tact, you know? Yeah, I mean? have some tact. You know. But, but did Molina ever come back? Never. No. No, he was I, he wrote a letter. He wrote a letter? Yeah, he wrote a letter to us and it and it was like Screw off. You guys all suck. I'm Alfred Molina. That's what the letter yeah, said? Yeah, it, it really was in big, uh, like, font. Well, that's a, what an asshole thing yeah. to do. Just, I want to get this through, that Molina is the worst. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he sounds like a total prick. He's a dick. Well. Yeah. F- well, fuck him. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, take us now. What was it like, you know, the police academy? Because I imagine yeah. for, I have friends who are police officers, okay. and they've said that it's not quite what they thought it was going to be. Maybe a little more no. danger, a little more work than what they thought. Yeah. Is that, is that how yeah, you found Yeah, no, it? for sure. It's not like the movie, yeah. Police Academy, you know, where you have like a busty blonde, and you have a tall black fella, and then you have a black fella who uh, makes awesome sounds, and then you have just like a goofball regular guy. Yeah, you know it's not like that. I can't imagine it is. I, I it's not like there's not like a tiny Asian man who's there. Ah, wouldn't who, it be great if there was one? Tiny Asians are. You ever seen a tiny Asian cop? Uh, no, I've you, never. They seen They don't it. exist. <laughs> they, yeah. they, I, I don't. Even, I've never seen one. I don't think I have either. But uh, yeah, no, especially the GCPD because you know I don't know if you know this about Gotham. Uh, we have a lot of crime. Uh, I'm. I've been told that it's there's a heavy a lot of crime. crime town. Well, and that's what I mean. You know, Mr. Dent wanted to improve, right? Is that what I'm? Well, he was mean? trying. You yeah, know, and then he just went off his rocker. Uh that's yeah. You know, he he really he really just he lost it. What, uh, what? Talk to me about your relationship with the Batman. Did you feel like I don't even know who he is? You don't know who he is? No, I think I have an idea though. Who do you think it is? I think it's my, this guy named Gary Stanfield, and he works at this convenience store. And every time I go in there. And I go in sometimes during the day, and he is very tired. And uh-huh. so I'm like, oh, Gary, what are you doing? He's like, night stuff. And oh, he just says night stuff? Yeah, he doesn't. And I'm like, you're the Batman. And so you, I'm pretty you, sure Gary Stanfield is the Batman. I can tell you exactly where he works at this convenience store. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's, a, it's on a cross street. If you're looking, if you're going to go down there, you try to find him. Uh-huh. It's on like 11th. 
And uh, I think 24th, I think the intersect. Okay. You want to find him right down there. How old is Gary Stanfield? Oh, he's like oh, in his late 40s, early 50s, I think. Okay. Is he in good shape? Because the Batman's in good shape. He's in good shape. So, I mean, he looks buff. He could be the Batman. Yeah, I think he's the Batman. Gary Stanfield. And I, you know, I, this is my theory, uh, and I believe that this is very true. Okay. Uh, So, not good. So, I see the Batman working at the convenience store. I talk to him. And then I kind of pry into his life okay. a little bit. I'm like, I get a, I always get a coffee and a, a pack of certs. Okay. And then I'm like, Gary, what do you, why are you so tired? He's like, uh, normally he's like, oh, just uh, not getting a lot of sleep. I'm like, oh, really? What are you doing at night? And he said, night stuff. And so then I know, hey, you're the Batman. That's, I mean, it sounds, that's a pretty convinced, I mean, do you have what, what do they call it? Like a cop's hunch or whatever? Yeah, it's a cop's hunch. Yeah. That's I, what they call it. Uh, did you ever encounter the Batman not working at the convenience store? Did you ever encounter him in like full? Yeah, I've been, you know, like, uh, you you know, when Gordon got shot. Yeah. When he was shot, I was there. Oh, you were? I was, yeah. No, I was on the street. You know, that was just mayhem. Yeah. That looked crazy from what I've heard in the pictures (laughs) I've seen. It looked nuts. It was crazy. You know, like I was down there, uh, Batman, I I don't, you know, he didn't really show up then, Mm -hmm. but, uh, he... You know, I was like, "Where are you now, Gary? Where are you now?" Uh, but I've seen I've seen the Batman uh, a few times. You know, like he, my thing. Here's my thing about him. Okay, I just want to put this out there. Okay, there are a lot of good, hardworking cops in Gotham. I think so. Yeah. And you know who the Glory Boy is? The Batman. Gary Stanfield. Gary Stanfield. Yeah. He goes around, and, and ever we have a little flashy sign, you know, for him. Mm-hmm. That thing that goes in the air. Yep. The bat signal. Yeah. Is that, okay. That's what people are calling it. I don't They're know. calling it the bat they signal? They call it the bat signal. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes a little more sense. What do you guys call it? We call it the turd area. Okay. You put it up in the turd area, and the turd area is the sky. You put, you call the sky the turd area? Yeah, because that's that's where turds go. Because we don't like it. We don't like the Batman. Uh-huh. And he's just he's just in there, and he's taken, he's taken all of our, you know, he takes the glory. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, I think for one for one Gary Stanfield to get all that credit, there's like you said, the hard men and women, the hardworking mm-hmm. men and women of the GCPD, they often go unacknowledged. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, we have a lot of other great cities in this nation. Yeah, Los Angeles, California, sure, it's great. Know, Seattle, Washington, oh, beautiful, Austin, Texas, lovely. Let me tell you something. Yeah. You know who doesn't show up there? The Joker, Bane. Mm-hmm. You know where, why they come to Gotham? They come to to kill the Batman, right? <laughs> to kill Gary Stanfield. So if Gary would leave Gotham, like I've asked him to do multiple times, right, we wouldn't have this problem. I, th- you know, I think that's right. Maybe he just creates more problems than he's solving. You know, yeah, he's not. Yeah. yeah, he's not like help. What's he helping out? Right. Uh, well, I mean, talk to me about uh, you know the experience with the Joker and Gary Stanfield because okay. it, it seemed like that was a pretty nutty time in Gotham. And you said you lost what up to ten oh, people, uh, double digits, double know, digits, up least. to ten coworkers, brothers and brothers and sisters oh, in blue. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that time. You know that was that whole fight. You know it was, you know, it felt short. But it was, a, you know, about a month process, really. The whole thing. Yeah, the whole time. And then, you know, of, the, of the Joker taking over the city. Yeah, you know, Dent was, you know, he was starting to make his big run. Mm-hmm. You know, he was going to, he was really pushing to be, you know, the mayor. You know, yeah. I believe in Harvey Dent, all that dumb shit that he was saying, you know. Were you not going to vote for him? No way. No. I was not voting for Harvey Dent. Yeah. I was voting for Sarah Brockling, the person running against Dent. I'm a Sarah, I'm a Sarah man. You're, you're a Brockling, Sarah I Brockling. believe in Brockling. Uh, I don't know much about her politics. Well, she was uh, she was kind of a hard right. 
which I didn't know till the bitter end. Oh, yeah. She kind of, you didn't see a lot of her. It was a lot of Dent. Yeah. It was mostly Dent. And then I was like, who's anyone running against Dent? Mm -hmm. And then I found out it was Broccoli. So I'm like, I'm in. And then when I heard some of her policies, I was like, "Uh oh. (laughs) And I felt guilty, but I I stuck with it. But, you know, sometimes you just got to, you got to stick with your, you know, you got to dance with the girl that brung you. And I was dancing with Broccoli. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, that during that time, so, you know, Dent was in town and he was, he was, you know, he's always in town. He was making his push, right? So, you know, the Joker started when he came around. He, you know, he started he started telling people like, "Reveal yourself, mm-hmm. Gary. Reveal yourself, Gary." And I was like, I was screaming, "Gary Stanfield is the Batman!" Screamed yeah. it. Yeah. And no one would listen to me. I feel course. like you could have went to that meeting that Dent said he was the Batman. Oh, I did. And oh, there, you did. My because my buddy uh, Jeff is the one who screams, "No more dead cops!" Oh, that's your buddy Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. That is my buddy Jeff. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, no, he he's great. Yeah. And then what you didn't see, because what happens is, you know, Dent gets up and he's the Batman and everybody moves as I scream, Gary Stanfield's Batman. And then Dent makes a move. I I did that. Right? I, I said it out loud. Gary Stanfield is Batman. But then Dent is a patsy, and we all knew that was a he's it's not bullshit. Batman. Yeah, he's not Batman. We knew it. Yeah. And then guess who shows up to save Dent's life? Gary Stanfield. Gary Stanfield. Absolutely. So I feel like you you just kind of got uh, you know bullied over by people saying you know this, yeah. this the Patsy thing and like you, you know yeah. one can hear Gary Stanfield's Batman. Yeah. No. No. No doubt. Like right after he says no more dead cops. If you if you if you if people don't know this, but I did scream it. I you know I think probably the most dangerous thing about being a police officer is you know you want to make sure you come home at night. Yeah. Um, how do you honor your your fallen brothers and sisters in blue with the GCPD? Well, uh, thank you for asking. What yeah. I do normally is I put on a little record. Okay. I just put on some music, mm-hmm. you know. I I personally, I, I like all kinds of music, but I, I throw on a little off the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Mike has had some issues recently with some things. But I put on off the wall, so I yeah. I just I just knock those those other issues out of my brain. Sure, remember and the good times. I remember the good times. I listen to some off the wall. I listen to some thriller. I make a little ramen, and I have a little bit of bourbon and uh, some shasta. Well, I think that sounds nice. It is nice, and then I, you know every day, I'm I'm like I'm going to be the new. Gary Stanfield. You want to become the new Batman? No, I don't want to be the new Batman, but I want to be someone who's going to help the people. Well, I think you're doing it being a cop. I think that's great. Yeah, well, you know, I'm trying. You know. Uh, are you still on the beat? Are you? You know, I'm 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 down to like two days a week. Oh, you're part time in it. I'm real part time. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I, I'll still go out. You know, I'm getting I'm getting closer to retirement, and I'm I'm thinking about getting back into acting. Oh, are you? Yeah, you know, the uh, older people are kind of. The new rage, I think, in shows. I, I think that's probably fair. Yeah, so I'm going to go back and take a, go back into Gotham acting class. Uh, I mean, that's great. I think you absolutely should do that. Yeah. Um, uh, so any words of advice for somebody who maybe wants to transition out of police work into becoming an actor or anything else? I mean, because now, like, I imagine you would think that, you know, life is pretty valuable now after what happened. Yeah. You know, my advice is uh, follow your dreams mm-hmm. and watch out for Gary Stanfield. <laughs> That is my general advice to you. 11th and 24th, yeah, there's a little convenience store that he runs. Well, Hank, I mean, I, you know, thank you for coming by and sharing your story. Well, thanks uh, for having me. 
I, I, I can't tell you how much I admire you and, and the work that you do. Thank you for the work that you do. Uh, it, we, I, the one thing I like about you is you, if, if you have a grudge, you hold on to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like a lot of people. <laughs> hey, can I use this audio file for my reel? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't great. see why not. I don't think it'd be a problem. That's you looking to get into some voiceover? No, for acting. Oh, okay. Just, it, what is voiceover? It, it's kind of like acting, but into a microphone. They don't really see your face. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Right. You can do voiceovers in industrials. And an industrial is a private commercial. More or less. Maybe I'm doing a bad job of explaining it, but yeah. It's a, I don't it's, know what it is. No. It's kind of a private commercial, like for a business, you know, like okay. if you're doing like maybe like a training video for like, you know, um, I don't know, uh, the big pharma, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Got it. Like I could do an industrial for the GCPD. You could. Yeah. You could be the guy who maybe welcomes new recruits and mm. saying like, you know, here's the dangers, Got you it. know, uh, even maybe do a thing about how Gary Stanfield's the Batman. Oh, that's a first thought that went through my head. <laughs> I immediately, that will be my industrial. Yeah. I'm going to put out an industrial commercial about Gary Stanfield being the Batman. And you can do your own voiceover, too. And that voiceover is the voice that goes over the the, the work. Yeah, that is correct. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Uh, any words for Alfred Molina? Uh, Molina, suck it. <laughs> well, uh, Hank, you've said it all. Uh, I appreciate you coming in and telling your story. Thank you for Best of me. luck in your acting career. Ah, well, you know, only uh, hopefully you'll see me on the screen. Hey, don't give up on your dreams. And that's for everybody, but especially you. Yeah, but Gary Stanfield. The Batman. Thanks, Hank. Thanks for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show was produced by myself and Nate Dufort with editing done by Nate Dufort. Original music was composed by Jesse Case with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. Hank Stankowski was played by Andy St. Clair. You can catch Andy doing comedy all around the Los Angeles area. If you'd like to support My Neighbors Are Dead while getting unique swag and a look behind the scenes of how we make the show, go to patreon.com slash myneighborsaredead. No amount is too small and every bit helps. If you have yet to rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. And you can find us on Facebook and at Instagram at myneighborsaredead and on Twitter at mydeadneighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Did you know that you're a big fan of Baywatch? Well, you will be after you hear our show, Baywatch Watch. I'm Ryan Ray-Ban's Count's House. I'm Zach Zerf's Up Olsen. I'm Heather Heatwave Higginbotham. New episodes every Friday on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Get wet. We're going to get soaked. Campfire. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bigfoot Collectors Club. You're here to believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.